Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Welcome to his word. Yes. (laughs) That is a new one. That's the new one for us. But you know what? It sounds good. I like it. It sounds very good. Welcome back to episode five. We are so happy to um, be here again. If you were on our Instagram, we spoke about how this episode would be about COVID-19 and how hard it is to actually be in quarantine. However, this morning I woke up and I thought, you know what? God spoke to me and he said, you know what, this episode has to be about obedience. Obedience is very, very important. But as we already told you on Instagram, um, we kind of feel that it's best if we touch on a few points. It's not all of the important points for quarantine, but it's important points that people have to know about and to be able to expect in their lives. Right, so we are all in quarantine experiencing the exact same thing. If you're isolated on your own, if you're with family, friends, husband, wives, children, like we're all experiencing the same thing. We're all experiencing normal emotions like frustration, anger, annoyance, fatigue, loneliness. Like these are normal emotions. However, we can't allow these normal emotions to now turn into our new normal. And this is very important. Do not allow these normal emotions to become your new normal because at the end of the day yeah if these emotions seep into your heart that's a big issue because god says protect your heart come on now i get you what you're saying natasha because matthew 15 17 the scripture says not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man but what comes out of the mouth that defiles a man amen so basically the words that you speak guys when they come out of your mouth this is what is producing and generating conflict between families especially when your words are very harsh when your words are difficult and your words are not producing love in your life and because you're holding on to that stuff in your heart, sometimes you don't want to let go. Mm. And it's so important for you guys to learn to let go, especially when you break up with someone, it's better for you to let go than to continue in that pain. You're just causing pain in your heart. So an important point in quarantine is that in quarantine, when you're around people normally 10 hours a day, but now you're around a person like 24 hours a day, it will cause all kinds of disputes. It can cause arguments, it can cause fights, and this is obviously not a healthy environment. And that, hence why I'm trying to explain to you that you can't allow these emotions like anger and frustration to seep into your heart. Like you need to learn really important skills of communication, being patient, you know, not allowing resentment to build in your heart. And you know, I will elaborate on these points um, later on in this podcast, but it's so important to ensure sure that you know you and the people around you are you know not giving in because the devil like sometimes he sees an opportunity to cause problems and because he sees the opportunity is up to you like are you allowing him to use the opportunity to like come in and cause havoc like are you allowing him to come into your life are you doing what you need to do by praying like constantly being in the word and hearing his word to prevent the devil from coming in and causing problems like for example at home right now like the starting this podcast is an incredible thing but the devil's trying to come in and cause arguments between my sister and I and obviously that isn't healthy so it's about like are you allowing the devil to come in and what can you do to prevent him from coming in 
some people don't actually have families around them there's a lot of people that have traveled from to go to uni internationally and they're stuck in the uk because they do not have the opportunity to go back to their families there's some people that actually live alone and they don't have communication with anyone apart from um devices and the only communication they had was when they left their house going to work going to uni doing other productive stuff but right now they don't have that so just imagine that person locked alone by themselves in quarantine and then you've got the opportunity to go home to your family you got the opportunity to spend more time with your family because at the end of the day yeah say you've been working the whole day you've at uni the whole day but guess what you're at least you can go home and say you know what I, I can see my mom. Yeah. I can see my dad. A lot of people, their families have passed away from, during yeah. the COVID nineteen, and, and they don't have. Really unfortunate. They don't have those, their families no more. They couldn't even say bye to their families. And yeah. you, who have the opportunity to be with your families, you want to be in disputes. You want to be in arguments. You want to be in conflict all the time. It's not yeah. healthy at all yeah. for the relationship. And you need to remember that God is the one that gave you guys your family. You didn't choose yeah. them because God planted them in your life for a reason. I need to just remember, love your families. The Bible says, love one another as the Lord has loved you. Yeah. So. Why are you not remembering? You know what? Despite that, the arguments, I still love you guys. But what are you able to do in that time to not allow that resentment to form and to not allow that to, you know, seep into your heart? Because the um, Bible talks about, you know, not holding on to things, you know, because the moment you hold on to things, that's when it grows into resentment and anger. And, you know, it's hard to take that out of your heart. Like, it's hard to come away from that, from having that emotion. We need to also understand that a lot of people, they show their love towards people differently. Some people show their emotions through anger. Like when women are going through their menstrual, yeah, it's true. Listen, there's emotions left, right, and center. And you cannot, sometimes you can't control it. But you know what? If you just remember, you know what? I love you. I love you. Despite the fact that I'm going through this mood swings right now, I love you. I exactly. love you, Natasia. I love you too. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> However, like, you need to learn how to communicate. Like, come to me and tell me, you know what? Right now, I'm feeling a type of way. So, you know what? I can't talk. Like, for, for example, me and my um, friend Alana, like, every single day we're talking and bouncing. And every morning, we told each other, you know what? If you're happy, put a thumbs up if you're sad put you know thumbs down and that has really helped us to understand where we're at in that day it's literally only about communicating and knowing how to communicate effectively and also yeah i was gonna just add that you need to learn to encourage one another if one person is feeling low you should be the one to be like you know what i'm gonna make sure today i make you happy i'm gonna make sure today i put a smile on your face because when you're in lockdown you're not you're not gonna have this opportunity again Mm. to spend time with your family it's true do you understand the lockdown's not gonna be forever so enjoy it right now cherish all your loved ones like i said people are dying right now guys people yeah. are dying and it's very sad it's we a very so sad moment more 100 um as we spoke about you know the advice in which i would give or we would give in this time of quarantine and having conflicts with your um, families and friends is to communicate you know learn how to communicate with, with each other be slow the bible says in Proverbs 15.1 says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Be careful what comes out your mouth. Like, don't speak too harshly. Like, some people take things in a certain way. Like, not everybody's able to take things how you're able to, like, take things. So it's, it's really about understanding the person who you're speaking to and just learning more about them. Because obviously, prior to um, quarantine, um, do not be around your family or your friends as much you aren't really aware of who they are a hundred percent but now that you're in quarantine you're learning more about each other and how you are as well as a person so really and truly use this time in quarantine to like reflect and see you know what although I may have issues in regards to how I speak to people how can I now improve on that and take into account other people's emotions 
Also, we wanted to give another advice is to listen to each other. When you listen to each other, you're able to react. You're able to communicate based on what the person is saying because yeah. you've listened, you know. Yeah. Be slow to speak. You understand? In Ecclesiastes 5 verse 2, it says, Do not be rash with your mouth and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. Let your words be few. You know, and if you continue reading down in verse 6, it says, Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. You guys need to understand here that you do not take everything to heart that people are saying. That is how you cause arguments. That is how you cause contentious. That is how the household becomes a place where the enemy can come and just continue to just cause disturbance through the whole household yeah so even after like being slow to speak we need to also understand as well like it's not everything take to heart like come on guys like sometimes you know see things as a chance to improve on, on your character see things as a chance to grow because personally for me just to add um everything Thing that I learned in my life, in my experiences, in my workplace, I always apply that to where I'm off to next. We are always evolving. We are always growing as people. We are not perfect. You know, even, even a person who's 100 will say, you know what, a lot of the things in which they learn is like, they can't really tell you a point in which they learn the important things because you are always learning. Now it's also important guys to be patient. Sometimes not everyone will be like, not everyone will be receptive to what you're trying to say. So be patient with the person. It's not every day be angry. It's not every day react, you know. The Bible says in James 1 19, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Be patient, you know, don't allow things to just be hyped up instantly. Why ask questions? Like, why are you feeling this way? Why are you behaving this way? That person might be experiencing something that you aren't even aware of. Like the other day, I was speaking to um, a friend of mine and she was telling me her um, testimony and it made me really understand this person even more. Like we are not aware of what people are currently experiencing. Not everyone's open with things. So do you need to ask questions like, you know, did I really be reacting this way because I don't know what this person experienced at home. I don't know what this person experienced in their lifetime to make them act in this kind of way. Like it's not every day, like instantly think, you know what, I have to um, react in a bad way. And also we just want you to touch a bit on resentment. So speak about things. Don't allow things to keep building up in your heart. Be a peacemaker. Be a peacemaker. In Ephesians 4.31, scripture says that get rid of all bitterness, passion and anger. No more shouting or insults. No more hateful feelings of any sort. Instead, be kind and tender-hearted to one another and forgive one another as God has forgiven us. So, amen. We just so we just want to say, like, guys, don't keep things in your heart. Do not allow it to keep building up. Speak about your emotions. Speak about how you're feeling. Speak about it in that moment. Don't allow it to um, wait until a week after and then say, you know what, by the way, I have an issue with you. No, tell me now because the moment you wait, like it will take all that time to build up and then eventually it will blow and you will be even more angrier than how you were at the start. It's like you're um, feeding a um, fire, like you're adding wood each time and then eventually it will just like get bigger and bigger each time. Right, so as we already um, stated, right, this episode is about obedience. Now, obedience is a very powerful message that people really need to hear. So instead of us having this in just half an hour, it's really important for us to actually go deeper for you to really understand why it's important to be obedient. So this will go over two episodes, right? So our anchor, it says in 1 John 2, 17, the world and its desires pass away 
but whoever does the will of God lives forever. I'll just repeat that one more time for you to hear in the back. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Yeah, let go and let God. Enable God to really work in your life. And in order for you to allow him to work in your life, you need to be obedient. You need to be hearing him when he's speaking to you. Yeah, because a lot of times God is speaking and we're not listening. What have you been thinking about that you have not done? Is there a voice that's always prompting you to do something and you're not listening? There's always noise around you. So what are you doing to have quiet time to make sure that, you know what, let me try and hear from God to see if God is actually directing me to push myself to do something. Yeah, like prior to... um. COVID-19, like we have a lot happening in our lives. Like we have work, we have uni, we have people always speaking to us, we're always on our phones. So obviously like we aren't really able to hear God when he's speaking to us. But now that we're in quarantine, although it's a very unfortunate time, at the same time, this gives us an opportunity to grow spiritually with God and to really like build a positive foundation and to have um positive habits now. So that even after quarantine, we're okay. We aren't thinking, you know what, I'm back to where I was prior. Because people have been saying online, oh yeah, I can't wait until everything's back to um to how it used to be. But how it used to be, was that even working for you? Like think really um deeply into it. How you were prior to quarantine, is that how, how you're planning to be the rest of your life? This is the perfect time to like make a change and to allow things to happen in your life. So what is obedience? Obedience is being submissive to an authority figure. In this circumstance, being submissive to God. Let's look at the scripture from the Bible. In Genesis 3 verse 6, the scripture says, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Amen. Adam and Eve both knew that they shouldn't have eaten from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, but they did it anyways. They disobeyed God and they didn't follow God's command, which was a very simple instruction. Do not eat from the tree. The serpent made Eve doubt by questioning the word of God, making her think, did God really say that? Sometimes in life, what I realize is, The trials and tribulations that you go through, the enemy can make you doubt the word of God, even doubt in yourself sometimes, which will mostly likely lead in you to being disobedient, just as it did to Adam and Eve. Why is it then important to be obedient? That is a good question. Deuteronomy 28 plainly explains that there is a blessing in obedience and a curse in disobedience. Your normal obedience will lead you into incredible opportunities you have the keys to unlocking the doors in your life through your obedience right so here's the um, thing as well right god created us right and he already knew what was going to happen in your life right so even when you aren't obedient it will happen anyway like for example right so i have this um guy friend right and he told me that he was dating this girl and like there was a lot of like signs that this girl was just not for him but he wasn't obedient and it took him a long time to um realize that you know what this isn't the person that god intended me to have and because he was disobedient it meant that he went through all these trials because he wasn't allowing God to work in his life. So by you not being obedient, it will happen anyway. Like, you're just like prolonging everything that's supposed to happen in the way that it's supposed to happen. 
And one most important person in the whole Bible that was obedient, we're just going to go into the scripture. Philippians 2 verse 8, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Jesus was obedient up until death. He went through humiliation. He went through pain. He went through shame. And that was all because he wanted us to be reconciled with God. He wanted us to have the opportunity to know God. Jesus died on the cross and he was crucified to save our lives, to save us from our sins and our judgment from God. So Jesus had to be resurrected to basically change from humanity to divinity. And that allowed us to receive the Holy Spirit to be able to live inside of us. So God was able to serve his purpose in order to pay a way for each and every one of us. Through his obedience, all of this was able to happen for our sake. Through Jesus' obedience, we were able to have freedom. We were able to have opportunities like this where we can come to you guys and speak to you about God, where we can go to in our own secret place and pray to ensure that we also have that gateway to inherit the kingdom of God. Right, so I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to really speak about my obedience and how it was hard for me, but as a result of me being obedient, I'm now where I am now. Does that make any sense? <laughs> so anyway, um, everyone knows how much I hate Coventry. I'm from Coventry and Coventry is just not a place for me. I don't feel safe here. I don't like it here. It's just not where I want to be. Obviously, prior to me moving away from Coventry, I was having a lot of like issues here anyway. And like coming back was hard for me in the sense that I just was reminded of everything that happened to me whilst I was in Coventry obviously for me it wasn't nice I keep saying for me I'm sorry so what, what happened was I moved away after I finished um sixth form and everything like that and I moved to London to study law now I thought to myself you know what I'm not kind of person where I plan my whole life like everything planned out when I'm 30 this when I'm 40 that it's just how I am as a person I can't help it but I <laughs> God humbled me and he told me that, you know what, you can't plan your life. I may think that I want all these things, but he will continue to direct all my paths. And that's why it's important to be obedient because it will happen anyway. Like things won't happen according to how you want them to happen. It will according to how God wants them to happen. Anyway, um, prior to me coming back home from Coventry, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but I believed in God, but I wasn't really a practicing Christian. Like I went to church here and there but it wasn't consistent so I wasn't really exercising my faith like that anyway um so after I was aware that I wasn't able to stay in London after my studies of course I felt a bit disheartened I thought you know what I'm planning all my life here but it's not going how I want it to actually go now coming back home to Coventry was literally the hardest thing for me and sometimes even when I talk about it it's quite emotional for me as well because it was a really really hard time I moved back home I was going through a lot of things I went through a breakup um, and coming home as well like everything came back to me and it just made me realize that I was already depressed it's just that me coming back home kind of like everything just came out all at once. I feel like in Coventry, I wasn't happy and that's why I moved away in the first place. And then coming back home was like, everything just came at me all at once. I finished uni, I was depressed. I wasn't able to um, find a job in law because obviously everyone's aware that after uni, it's hard for you to find a career, especially in an area which is highly competitive. Um, so I just kind of felt like everything was working against me. And I remember like coming back home, I wasn't able to stay in my house either so I wasn't homeless but I didn't really have anywhere to stay so I was staying with my sister and obviously my, my sister um, I think it was like a year prior to me she started church and again like she wasn't really a 
devote Christian either, but her starting church a year prior to me opened a door for me to now come to church now. So I was staying at her house and obviously she's going every week or whatever. So I thought, you know what? I'm here as well, so I might as well go every week. So I was going twice a week, you know, praying or whatever. I wasn't really feeling it because I was depressed. And I feel like if you're depressed, you know, no one can tell you to pray. No one can tell you to um, ask God for help or have faith. Because really and truly, you aren't in that state of mind. And I kind of felt like, although I was in church and this is the place where I, I need to be in order to find all my answers. I wasn't finding the answers that I wanted, but it wasn't that I wasn't finding the answers. It was because I wasn't listening. I wasn't having an ear to hear what he had to like tell me. Now, I remember I was in church one time and the pastor called me forward. Now, a pastor rarely called me forward because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not really the one, you know, in my mind anyway. Now, he called me forward and what he told me is something that I will always remember, like always, honestly. Like, he called me forward and I wanted to cry because I was thinking, how does he know this? But it's because the Holy Spirit is speaking to him. So he was like, I know that you probably aren't happy about being back home and I can sense that you aren't happy. But he told me a story and he said that, you know what, sometimes we have to go back in life in order to go forward. He told me a story and he said, that there was a group of people who was in the Olympics and it was a guy who was extremely fast that like he was about to win his race however he saw that his friend tripped up so instead of him going forward and winning the race he went back for his friend and as a result of him going back for his friend he lost the race now he said okay cool if he won the race okay everyone's happy everyone's praising him or whatever he would earn a lot of money but as a result of him going back for his friend he went even further than how he would have went if he won the race if he won the race okay cool everyone's hyping him up or whatever and he's earning or whatever but because he went back for his friend he was able to learn a lot in that experience and people really like saw him as someone who was commendable someone who's able to be you know who, who's got a kind heart like he was able to gain much more than just money from him going back because he got money he got fame he got everything more but it's because he went back for his friend so he said sometimes in life you have to go backwards in order to go forward in life so i want people to really understand that sometimes things happen in life right but don't take it as a halt don't take it as a period where things aren't happening take it as a period where you know what although I am stagnant right now. I'm able to grow and go further because this is my period of waiting. This is my period of growth. So that even though I could have gone and had that job now, is it really the right time for me to have that job? Am I prepared to have that job? Because I thought to myself, okay, cool. If I stayed in London, would I have been the best person to work in a firm in London? Probably not because I wasn't 100% prepared. So I kind of feel like me coming back to Coventry really prepared me for when I'm ready to actually work in that firm or to be in that marriage or, do you know what I mean? I just really feel like people need to understand that things happen in the way that they're supposed to happen. Now, me coming back, again, I told you I was depressed and I wasn't moving, like I was just stagnant. I was working in a job which I hated. I wasn't happy. I didn't have my own space. You know, I was staying in a room with all my stuff in bags like oh it was literally like a really hard experience for me as a result of me coming back home it allowed me to have my spiritual growth so I was attending church twice a week every week and even though I wasn't being open to God like I was able to feel him I could not personally see it yeah however other people could see it in me like multiple times I've had people approach me at work or you know friends who have spoken to me 
who have told me that, you know what, I can see God in you, like I can see him within you. And every single time they've told me that, they just start crying. I'm thinking, why are you crying? Because I can't feel the same energy. But what we need to understand is that sometimes when we're hurting, we can't feel God and we can't see him. But the moment we're able to see and feel him, we will understand that he's always there. Like he's, he's always working. He's always with us. I think it's a really important point because the moment I was able to be open to him and accepting me into my life that's when things changed completely because I was aware that you know what I'm not alone he's here with me all the time he's speaking to me it's just I need to have an open ear this quarantine I'm sorry has really allowed me to really hear God speak to me I remember like prior I think it was like a month a month prior to quarantine God kept speaking to me he said you know what start a business I thought about it I went to my sister and I said you know what let's start a business and we obviously had an idea of the business yeah and then God spoke to me again and he said you know what do a podcast and I said okay God but I'm not really the most confident person I have a speech impairment are you I'm not qualified I'm not qualified you know why are you trying to choose me when I'm not even ready like I'm not even that kind of person you know but I was obedient to him and because I was obedient to him it meant that I'm now able to be on this podcast speaking to people inspiring people making a change like if I wasn't obedient to God this would not be happening you know this change in our lives would not be happening me being able to win souls for him and being more spiritually inclined would not have happened if I wasn't obedient so I'm sorry but people need to understand that this quarantine is not only a period in which you're able to, you know, for you to have to like chill and relax. This is a period as well for you to really like build with God because for you to be obedient with him, it allows you to hear him. Like every single episode, he's speaking to me, he's telling me what it should be about. And that's the most important thing for you to hear from him because I'm sorry, but after this quarantine, I do not want to be the same person that I was before quarantine. You know, I want to build on my spiritual growth I want to move further in life because even me coming back home even though I I wasn't happy coming back home I'm a far better person than I was if I stayed in London you know I'm obedient to God um I have powerful people around me all the time inspiring me and helping me if I stayed where I was in London would I ever had those powerful people around me no I probably would not have you know, me being obedient to God has now allowed me to be confident. I'm not a confident person. I want to be a lawyer, but I'm not there yet. But by me being obedient to God has allowed God to work in my life and change me to be who I need to be for the future. For my children, for my husband, for everyone around me. Like, I just feel so pumped up for God and on fire for God all the time. And I'm really passionate about this brand because... It's not only about me, it's about everybody else around me. It's about helping people on their journey. Like things are a domino effect. By me being obedient, yeah, it's allowing the people who are hearing this podcast to really connect with God. By me being obedient, it's allowing other people to inspire other people with their testimonies. It's giving people an opportunity to know, have a voice and to be heard. And that's so important, especially with your um, walk with Christ. Saying your testimony is essential for your growth because you're actually understanding and seeing that, you know what, this is happening in my life. And it's as a result of God, you know, appreciating him and seeing that, you know what, sometimes things won't happen in the way that you want it to happen, but it's not a bad thing. It's okay, let go of that thing that you're holding on to. You know, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So yeah, that's my testimony. 
Natasha, you are so right. I'm so glad that you shared your testimony. And all those who are about to hear it, you are so blessed by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Escalasius 3 verse 1 says to everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven hallelujah so there is a time and season for everything you might not understand why God is choosing to bring you on a certain path but just allow God to flow in your life because if she was not obedient I know she didn't want to come back to Coventry but if she wasn't obedient she will not be where she is today and also if I was not obedient and going to church and doing the things that I was doing she would even be able to come to church if I w wasn't obedient to the Lord and going to church when he called me to go to church. And one thing I noticed as well, when I was always speaking in tongues, that prompted my sister Natasia to want to speak in tongues. She kept asking me, how are you doing? I said, it's the Holy Spirit. It's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, she was able to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, receiving the spirit of tongues as well. So it's very important to be obedient, guys. It's very important. But one of our scriptures we quoted today was, obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better for you to be obedient and allow Allow God to take you where he's taking you than you to be like you know what no I'm not gonna do it because you delaying your time is actually setting you back it's setting you back from what God can do in your life and what's really important um, just to end things yeah is that everyone needs to understand that we are all interconnected the choices in which I make will affect other people the choices in which my pastor made if he wasn't obedient to God and his calling I would probably have not have heard his word I would have None probably none of us church. would have been in church so everybody is connected to each other every choice in which you make has a profound effect on other people so for me to be obedient as i already told you in my story has now opened a door for other people to hear god's word through testimonies my friend alana was explaining to me that she's able to see the change in me and because she's able to see the change in me it's also allowed her to be more open as well to her faith and is the end why we really explain like to be obedient is to not allow people who are disobedient around you because that can also allow you to backslide and fall back into how you were prior so please guys remember to be obedient to god and guys like remember this isn't the end of our episode on obedience. We have part two next week, Tuesday at 6 p.m. And we just wanted to say a short prayer before we close the podcast for you guys today. Heavenly Father, oh God, we thank you for all those who are about to hear your word, oh God. We thank you for each and every one of their lives, oh God. We're praying, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would touch their hearts today, oh God. Father God, your word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all shall be added to you in Matthew 6, 33, oh God. These were your words, and we're seeking you, oh God, on the behalf of every soul, oh God, that you are about to bring to hear our podcast today, oh God. And we're praying, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will spring life into them, oh God. Let a seed grow in them oh god that they will be obedient that they will incline your hair unto your words oh god for your word says he who hasn't hair let him hear what the spirit has to say to the churches you are the spirit oh god speak to them oh god germinate within them oh god bring life into their lives oh god whatever situation that they're going through especially during this period of covid19 oh god we're praying oh god that your peace that surpasses all understanding will come upon them oh god in the mighty name of jesus amen now, guys, that was a powerful prayer. And I hope you've all taken that in. And you know what? Play again. Like, prayers are so important. Like, say amen as well. Say amen. Accept it into your life. Now, guys, please remember. His word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word.